Welcome, men, to the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton. If you are new here, just a quick reminder that Man Talks is all about bettering you as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a leader. Uh, we talk a lot about self leadership. We talk a lot about how to develop the skills and the characteristics necessary to lead yourself through life, to be able to lead yourself in business, to be able to find and actualize a purpose and to be able to lead yourself in your relationship. Today, I want to talk about confrontation. And I want to talk about confrontation because after working with thousands of men from around the world, I have seen time and time again that many of us have a very broken relationship with confrontation. And confrontation is a necessary part of being a human being, of, of being a part and taking part in the human species, in our culture, in our society, and more so in our current modern state, in the world that we live in, confrontation is everywhere. I mean, you cannot escape confrontation. Go online, go on to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever your you know, favorite or not so favorite social media app is, and you'll be inundated with forms of confrontation. Every single post you could may feel confronting. Every sing single posing opinion that you read may feel confronting to you. Not only that, but knowing how to engage with it. And knowing how to limit, maybe, or gauge the uh, degree to which you should engage in confrontation, considering the amount of polarization that is currently happening within our culture. So there's a couple different sides of this. I'm going to look at the social perspective of this, and they're going to narrow in, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to miss pieces to this conversation. And so, uh, you know, I look forward to hearing your comments on this, but I'm going to look at the social and cultural aspects of this and then narrow in on why you as an individual need to repair your relationship with confrontation, whether that's you know, you needing to temper how much confrontation you actually engage in in your relationship or in life or with your friends, or being able to press yourself into more confrontation-oriented interactions, conversations. So first and foremost, there's sort of two sides to confrontation that's happening right now in our culture and our society. On the one hand, you have the kind of uh, fragile environment that seems to be showing up within the university cultures. And I, I talked about this recently on Instagram where, uh, you know, some recent studies have been showing that less men are graduating from college, less men are going to college and university. And this can happen for a number of reasons. Uh, there's a there's a larger piece to this that the the researcher was saying that less men going to college is going to equal a mating crisis, uh, which I'm going to look at doing another video on that different conversation. But within the university culture and within some corporate cultures, there's this very pervasive, fragile narrative where confrontation should be avoided, right? That any type of confrontation or uh, confrontational intention, confrontational way of speaking, confrontational language, confrontational ideas are largely to be avoided. And not only that, they, they should come with trigger warnings and safe spaces that come along with them. And so in many ways, the university environment is a, is a, a kind of showcase for the you know woke mindset that has become very pervasive within our culture that says that confrontation is inherently bad unless you are on the right side of that confrontation, right? And then everything should be done to cater those individuals, to create circumstances and situations 
where that narrative, that very specific narrative can go unchallenged in this sort of eco chamber or echo chamber, not eco chamber, eco friendly uh, echo chamber can be created where that specific narrative can be propagated and thrive unencumbered from any form of uh, discourse or disagreement. And unfortunately, the reality is, is that in many ways, civil liberties, freedoms, progress requires a certain amount of discourse and critical thinking that is confrontational. You know, if you want to have progress, whether it's individually within yourself, in your marriage, in your relationship, in your business, there are going to be moments within all of those places, all of those spaces in your life where confrontation is a necessity, where you need to confront, let's say, the inner critic within you, that voice that is constantly deprecating, or you need to confront a hard conversation with a partner, with a business partner, with a colleague. And that can feel both confrontational internally and the act itself can feel confrontational because maybe you're giving that person feedback uh, maybe you are having a hard conversation with them about needing to let them go or whatever the case may be. So there's the there's the sort of woke uh, space that seems to be emerging within university cultures and corporate cultures where you can't say certain things, you have to really watch what you say, and you have to kind of avoid confrontation because there's this ideology that words can be violent, right? That your what you say can offend somebody to the degree that they have become harmed to some to some degree. And on the other side is the sort of idea of being able to say whatever you want. There's sort of this anti uh, fragile movement, which is great. You know, the anti-fragile is wonderful. We want to be able to build ourselves to be anti-fragile. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go and read some Nassim Taleb. He's got some great uh, information on this. But there's this pushback that has started to happen where people want to say and do and, and experience whatever they want. And I think for some individuals, they overcompensate by being overly confrontational for the sake of being confrontational, just to trigger people, just to cause a shitstorm or, or shitpost, right, as the, as the terminology goes online. And the polarization that we're experiencing socially, culturally, is such that it feeds off of this constant kind of confrontation. It feeds off of garnering and getting your attention as often as possible and for as long as possible by playing off of the reality that our minds and our bodies respond to confrontation, right? When you are going into a kind of, when you're going into any form of confrontation, what ends up happening within you is that your body releases stress hormones and uh, and you can move into fight, flight, or freeze. It, you know, it can feel very exhilarating in, on some degree. Your amygdala is activated. Maybe adrenaline is coursing through your body. And all of that can happen when you're engaging with a Facebook post, when you're engaging with an Instagram post. You know, when you're chatting with somebody that you've never even met before and they disagree with you and attack your character and they and they uh, engage you in a form of unhealthy confrontation. What does this mean for you as a man? Well, to be more specific and more direct and narrow it down outside of the cultural ramifications of, of what confrontation looks like, you can be sort of like the nice guy that doesn't want to get into confrontation, that doesn't want to say the hard thing, that doesn't want to set the boundary, that you know doesn't want to say no, that wants to people please. 
And that can have real effects on your life, right? If you look at your relationship as an example, if you avoid confrontation and you avoid, even if it's internal confrontation of being uncomfortable enough to say what you want to, you know, have for dinner or where you want to go for the weekend or where you want to travel on vacation or the type of sex that you want to explore, if you avoid that kind of confrontation, you're likely going to be wildly unsatisfied in your relationship and it's going to cause you to inevitably be resentful and et cetera. And, and by the way, that confrontation avoidance, that kind of conflict avoidance, is you know usually birthed out of a very specific experience, right? A lot of us uh, have experienced. Many people have experienced things in their childhood where they're bullied, right? Where confrontation harmed them in some way, where they witnessed confrontation in a in a sort of abusive way, whether that was a, a parent or you know a caregiver or whatever the circumstance might be. And so their confrontation avoided because confrontation has been labeled internally as a bad thing. On the other side are the confrontation um, I don't. I don't really have a terminology for this, but the the people who overuse confrontation, right? I guess we could say that I, I joked around before that some people have conflict as a love language, right? How they engage, how they show their love, how they build relationships is through constant confrontation, right? They're very quick to call people out. And uh, they're very quick to put people in their place. And they're, you know, there's, they're these sort of like domineering, using confrontation to build their relationships and build their lives, never really knowing how to sort of take a step back and create connection, create intimacy, create conversation, discourse, whether that's civil discourse or discourse within a relationship, without it moving into this highly confrontation, conflict-oriented space, which can be exhausting, right? It can be exhausting to be that person that is constantly needing to be in sort of attack mode with people. And it can be exhausting to be around that person as well, because they're, you know, most of the people that are around those types of uh, individuals feel almost like there's a sort of like learned helplessness. You know, Martin Seligman, uh, famous uh, researcher and creator of positive psychology, talked about how when we're put in these situations, sometimes we can feel like we learn a sense of helplessness where we know that no matter what we do or say or the boundaries that we set, they're just going to get bulldozed over. So those are the polarities. And what I've noticed is that at some point in every man's life, regardless of where he falls on that spectrum, he will need to repair and rectify and reconcile his relationship to confrontation. Because if you're a man who uses confrontation to constantly get what he wants in every single situation, at some point it'll feel exhausting. On some level, when you start a family, it'll be it'll likely be damaging to the people around you because their opinions, their perspectives will have no place and no space within that. And so it's it's sort of moving through life and ruling in a kind of uh, dictatorship style or authoritarian style. And rather than earning people's respect, it's just demanding it. And so there's a there's a repairing the relationship with confrontation on that side. On the other side, it's being able to take a step forward and engage in healthy confrontation, engage in and know when to set the boundary, know when to have the hard conversation, be willing to 
you know, step more fully into what you want the relationship to look like or to speak up at the work meeting or to share your opinion when you would normally just lurk in the background, right? So it's about finding a, a middle ground where you're not constantly caught up in confrontation and you're not avoiding confrontation entirely. And in order to do this, you first have to be able to identify like, where do I land on that spectrum of confrontation? Do I have a a particular adverse reaction towards confrontation or do I love it and I constantly engage with it on on a regular basis? And then to move towards a, a, more, a, a more balanced approach with confrontation, to be able to say, here's where engaging in confrontation in my life would be worthwhile. Because I see a lot of men that want to engage in generative, healthy confrontation in their relationship or in their work environment, but they don't. And then, you know, they're the people that are online completely like shit talking and, you know, starting stuff online because there's anonymity and, they, you know, there's a disconnect between there's no real ramifications, right? Conceptually, there's no real ramifications for them shit talking somebody online versus being able to step into a, a healthy form of confrontation in a relationship or at the work environment. Setting boundaries and parameters with where you are engaging in confrontation is important because you don't want to be a man who is engaging in all battlefronts, right? It's not that you're trying to fight and win a war on every single battlefront and everything is a everything's a battle, everything's a fight, everything's confrontation. And it's not that you want to avoid, not avoid fights, but yeah, avoid fights, avoid confrontation altogether. It's that you want to know where you want to engage, where you want to exert that energy, where you actually want to bring forward some of that assertiveness, that directness, and to be able to say, like, here is what I want. Here's here's the direction that I that I that I want our relationship to go. Here's the direction that I want our business to go. Here's the direction that I want my career and my health to go. And and to confront the parts of you that are getting in the way is the very first step, right? Whether regardless of what side of the spectrum of confrontation you fall on, there is an, an internal confrontation that needs to happen first. And for the man that loves confrontation constantly and uses conflict as a love language uh, and is constantly domineering, that confrontation is the one of being able to surrender a little bit, being able to soften, being able to step back and not engage in the conflict and to ask questions and to lead with curiosity and to understand and and uh, create a sense of compassion and empathy. And on the other side, it's the ability to start to bring a more assertive direction, direct-oriented mode of communication communication into certain aspects of your life. That's the real key here is to identify where do I need to repair my relationship to confrontation? Where is my relationship to confrontation unhealthy and uh, and sort of degrade, not degrading, but devaluing and diminishing my leadership in my life, whether that's in, in your work environment, whether that's in your relationship or in your health and your fitness or your finances. And so those are the pieces that I would just leave you with here in this conversation about confrontation is Get to know your relationship with confrontation. Try and bring it into a more healthy form of balance and choose the sort of proverbial battlefields where you are going to engage. Because maybe right now in the 
time that we live in where there's so much polarization about so many decisions, so many actions, so many choices within our culture, engaging in constant online bickering is a form of confrontation that is maybe useless or uh, sapping a lot of your energy that could be going towards developing and bettering your relationship or bettering yourself physically or bettering yourself financially, right? So learning how to direct the energy and the brain power and the physical force and the emotional force that you use in confrontation is absolutely vital for you as a man. Because when you learn to do that, what you are learning to do is to direct the current of your life, the currency that you bring to the table. It's, it's sending the warrior within you into the battle of your life and pointing him in the direction that matters most to you, that's meaningful to you, that you're willing to fight for, that you're wanting to build and create and structure. So let me know what you thought about this video, any questions that you have, what stood out to you. If you're watching this on YouTube, comment below. Um, don't forget to share this episode with somebody that you know will enjoy it. Don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you are listening to this or watching this. And until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.